This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Post-match chat with chaps for that Millwall podcast where it finished Millwall 1, Burnley 1. And what a team. What a team we have at the minute. They, the character in that group is just absolutely amazing. And I'm celebrating a draw, I know that. But I'm celebrating that draw against a really, really good team when the odds are stacked against us in terms of the, the Fred Best squad that we, we, we've got at the minute. Um what a performance from from one to eleven. Um, Gary Rowett, fair play that man for being able to get out this level of performance out of that team and to go again after Saturday. And I'm just absolutely over the moon as I'm sure all of you are. So let's get into it. Um, let's talk, talk about the team that started the game. So he made two changes. Uh, Tom Bradshaw came out of the side. Um, I'm hearing that he had a hamstring problem. Uh, that meant he wasn't fit enough to start the game. Um, so that was the first change. The second change was uh, Mr. Honeyman coming in for Ollie Burke. Um, and sorry, what I should have said is Duncan Watmore coming for Tom Bradshaw. Sorry, I didn't mention that. So what that meant was is that Vogie switched from the wing to be the, the focal point in the centre. And then we had Watmore on the left and Honeyman on the right. The rest was the same team that played against Sheffield United. And I think... I was thinking to myself, particularly the two in the middle, I was like, can they go again against the team that are going to keep the ball? They're going to have to work really hard off the ball. Um, whether Savs and Shaq could go again. Obviously, Fleming in the in in the, in the the hole behind the, the front uh, three. Um, and then defence was the same back four. Murray Wallace on the left, Danny Mack on the right, Cooper and Cresswell, and then, of course, George Long in goal. So we start the game, and to be honest with you, uh, the first sort of 10, 15 minutes, they could have been two or three new up. Uh, they really could have been. They they really are a class above uh, anything that I've seen down the den this season. The first, as I say, they, they played us off the part the first sort of um, 15, 20 minutes. And um, it's just some of the things that they do. That I tell you what they're reminding me of. I don't know. I, I can't remember what year it was, but it was probably about probably getting up to 10 years now maybe not as much as that. I don't know we played Swansea at home and they were they were top of the league by far and they played this stunning football they played us off the park and I'm sure they beat us 3-0 and, and the way that Burnley play reminded me of them some of their patterns of play 
little things like just the audacity to, to always play out from the back but look comfortable doing it. To have Vitinho constantly just hugging the touchline. Um, little things like Ashley Barnes on our goal kicks would drop into like almost a centre-half position. Just lots of different patterns of play that you've not seen before. And I've got to commend Burnley and, and, and company for doing that. In the first 20 minutes, they were fantastic and it really was back-to-the-wall stuff. But um, they didn't take those chances. Uh, and I don't really think... I don't know if it was the first half or second half. I don't think Long Matchy made a save. Um, and then after sort of 20, 25 minutes, we started to grow into the game and we really started to get to grips with the game. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily say we had any clear-cut chances, but we did create our own chances of our own. And a lot of the good stuff came through Fleming, who I thought was outstanding uh, tonight. Um, not quite my man of the match. I'll come on to that. But I thought Fleming was superb. He's... He almost looks half a second ahead of not just our players, but even Burnley players. And you got, like, you know, they got 10, 15 million pound players on their, on their, on their, on their books. And he just looks superb tonight. And I think what what Fleming is starting to do more is, which is interesting because he hasn't scored or assisted for a while now, but he's actually stamping his authority on games a lot more. And he's got more of an influence over the game, but without those specific numbers, which I personally prefer. Um, his touch, some of his sort of strength and his hold-up play is superb. I thought he was brilliant tonight. And uh, a lot of the good stuff in the first half and in the second half came through Fleming. Um, so, after, you know, the first half, you, you kind of look at it and you think, well, it's nil-nil. We've got to nil-nil at half-time. I think, let's be honest, we would have all taken that. And... You know, let's also let's be honest. Our, our second half is usually our favourite half, right? It's where we're attacking the um, Colbert Lane end, and where we're usually usually better. Um, and we start the second half, and I think you know they kind of started off where they where they started the first half. You know, quite a front foot attacking um, again without really creating too many clear cut chances. Uh, the El Zaruri. Just seemed to cut in on his on his right foot and try shots from all sorts of distances um, without much joy. They, as I say, they, they they play some beautiful stuff, but they were playing kind of in front of us a lot because they never had Teller or, or Michael Obafemi on the pitch, which are the kind of two players that stretch um, defenses. They were playing lots of pretty football, but in front of us, and yeah, absolutely dominant without question. But I think that we. Um, we were doing really, really well up to to the point in which they did finally take the lead, in which um, where I sit, it's a right pain in the ass because basically the um, dugout blocks my view for right in the corner. So I haven't seen this, right? So bear that in mind when I say this, but by the sounds of it, Cresswell could, could easily clear the ball, decides to try and take someone on, they win the ball off of him and uh, ball comes across and I think it's Barnes who ends up putting it in the back of the net. I have to say, I thought Ashley Barnes was one of their best players tonight. I thought he was very, very good. So for any Burnley fans listening, um, I know he's in sort of a hot scoring form at a minute, but it's, it's his all-round play that I think is really, really beneficial to the way that you guys play. Um, so yeah, um, I also want to know from Burnley fans, if you are listening, you brought a lot of fans, but you didn't make much noise. And I'm not saying we did, by the way. This is not a tip for tat. Um, you know, Millwall fans... We know our atmospheres can be absolutely amazing, but they can also not be amazing. Uh, so this is not um, not tip for tap. But I thought for a team that are top of the league and are how many games unbeaten, you brought a lot of fans, but you didn't make much noise. So I was a little bit disappointed with that. Um, 
was also disappointed with some of the theatrics of some of your teams, Scott Twine in particular. Um, as someone who's had a, a very serious knee injury, um, I can assure you when I see people rolling around on the floor acting like they've just been shot when they haven't, it really winds me up. So Scott Twine, that was pathetic, mate. Um, and I'm not going to comment on the referee because it's not really what I like to do. Um, we go 1-0 down. They also then missed a, a golden opportunity to go 2-0 up. Um, I think, um, was it Cullen or was it Barnes again who hits the post? And, you know, as I say, let's take nothing away from Burnley. They were a class above. But, 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 um, we bring on Mr. Bradshaw um, alongside a couple of other changes. I think at this point, Essie comes on as well. And I think it was just players have run out of steam. I think Leonard comes on to the pitch. I think it was Leonard, Essie, and Bradshaw come on for, um, it was Watmore who doesn't look like he can do longer than, than 70 minutes, but we kind of knew that from Middlesbrough fans in terms of what we were getting. It's quite quiet tonight, Watmore. I'll come on to individual performances in a minute. Um, he goes off, Savile and Shackleton go off as well. So Vogue goes out to wide, Essay on the wide right, and then Bradshaw through the middle. And then Leonard as well comes on, who I think had an instrumental effect in the game. I thought Leonard was outstanding for the 20 minutes he was on the pitch, or, or wherever long he was on the pitch. So Bradshaw comes on, not fit enough to start, but um, they decide to throw him on. And right place, right time, superb finish from Mr. Bradshaw. And that's goal number 11 now. And not only that was it was it a great finish, but I, I, I don't remember him losing a header against two absolute lumps that Burnley have got centre-half. He's more than just someone that has now been scoring goals recently. Watch his overall play, his link-up plays, hold-up play. And for someone who's not that big, yes, we, I'm not saying we should lump it to him constantly, but when we do, he does give us half a chance of winning headers up there. So Bradshaw again... Superb, and he gets us that goal. And yes, I'm sure Burnley fans are thinking, "How on earth have we not won that?" And I don't necessarily um, blame you for that. But for our pure resilience and the fight that we've got in that team, I think we deserved it. I really, really do. I thought we we battled so hard. Any team that comes to the den is going to have to work their socks off to get anything, because we have got a team. And again, the club and Gary Rowett have got to be commended for this of honest professionals that give absolutely everything for the team. Even tonight, I've got to say, Fleming, I've never seen him, his work rate, I've never seen that. Chasing down lost causes, chasing down everything for the whole 90 minutes. I just hope that we've not over-rotated too much and we're now screwed against uh, Stoke on Saturday because we've got to go Saturday and Tuesday again. This is how relentless this is. But to take four points against the top two in a division, I think is outstanding. Especially when you look at the fact that there's probably between three and four players that would start that aren't even in the squad at the minute due to injury. And they are Hutch. Absolutely, he would be starting. Billy Mitchell, player of the Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. He's not until we got injured. Um, Mason Bennett, I think, and it's just my opinion, I think a fit Mason Bennett starts. Unfortunately, he's not fit enough, but I think there's no doubt in the impact he makes. And then Callum Styles. Um, so you could say maybe, you know, between Bennett and Styles, you've got one starter, but then you've got the other two. So there's at least three guaranteed starters. And then, of course, you've got Bradshaw on the bench and Burke not even in the squad. So when you think about Fred Bear, that squad is to play those two games and to get four points and to go again Saturday, Tuesday, I think is just outstanding. And I don't know whether it's something special building down there uh, and maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves or whatever, but I've got to say, I just thought that we we were absolutely superb. We never gave up. The resilience in that team is absolutely fantastic. Um, I have to say, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Um, I, I want to now talk about a couple of individual performances. So I thought Long... Again, he, he didn't he didn't have that much to do. A lot of their chances were sort of near misses. He didn't have, wasn't really forcing to make him many saves. From memory, he made one very good save. I can't recall when it was. I'm literally recording this as soon as I walked in the door, so I've not seen anything back or anything. I'm just freestyling. Um, he also, uh, I remember him coming and punching a cross uh, or a corner that was, that was um, well... He had to get there, and and he did, and 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 uh, it, it called some of the pressure. But I can't remember him doing much else. But he he didn't have a bad game. Um, Murray Wallace, I thought was was okay, was solid. Uh, he was up against you know some of the best wingers in the league, so fair play to him. I thought Cooper and Cresswell were great. Other than Cresswell's one mistake, we know this, right? He ninety five percent of Cresswell's game is brilliant. And he's more than good enough for this level. But he's got one mistake in him. And unfortunately, that mistake always seems to cost us goals. But he's 21. I mean, this is going to happen. This is a thing. And it's easy to sit there and slag him off. But you can't ever question his effort, commitment and desire. So I'm not going to badmouth him. Um, Cooper was really good. He just needs to stop giving away stupid fouls. And there was one time in the second half, we had a corner. And he was being marked. We were all joking. That he was being marked with some by someone who was like five foot nothing. I think it was Josh Cullen, and he just completely pushes him over, and um, therefore we lose the, the, the chance from the corner. I, I just Cooper seems to give away stupid free kicks, but other than that, he was brilliant. Um, I also want to say that I don't really feel that we maximised our set pieces tonight. I'm not complaining at all. I'm just saying I thought if we were going to score, it was going to come through set pieces, and I think our deliveries tonight was was one of the only things that let us down. Then Danny Mac. So I thought Danny Mac was outstanding tonight. He was my man of the match by far. He he's he just set the tone. I think he someone commented. I, I, I tweeted something earlier, and someone commented saying he got beat in the first minute and then never looked back. I don't I don't recall him getting beat in the first minute, but if he did, he quickly set the tone after because he was superb. He defensively. He came up against not one, not two, but three different wingers throughout that match and three different wingers who are up there with the best in the league, um, especially the one who came on at the end, Nathan Teller, who uh, is a superb player and um, probably would have started if he was fully fit. But um, nonetheless, Danny Mac, he's, he, just, he was just outstanding defensively tonight. 
He's uh, tackling, his timing on his tackles was to absolute perfection. He pushed forward where he could, um, linked up quite well with Honeyman in the first half. I just thought it was an outstanding performance. Um, and um, yeah, it's just brilliant when one of the Millwall lads puts in shifts like that because you, you just know how much it means not only to, to us, but to them. So Danny Mack, outstanding performance for me. Um, Savile and Shackleton, at times they got overrun. I felt Shackleton's positioning at times wasn't great. And I because as I say, I sit near the dugout and you can hear Rowett. Rowett wasn't happy with Shackleton in the first half. I don't quite know what he was or wasn't doing. Um, but uh, I thought Savile and Shackleton, considering what they were up against and considering the amount of effort they had to go, to go again, um, I thought they were great. I want to give a massive mention to Leonard because when he came on, at one time, he was literally the only centre midfielder we had. I think we'd made changes for the last five, ten minutes. And he was the only centre midfielder. And he won everything in the air. He was first to second balls. I thought Leonard was brilliant. It's such a shame that, you know, Leonard can't seem to get a string of games together because I think he's such a valuable member of this squad. I really do. Um, going on to... Uh, I've already talked about Fleming. I thought he was brilliant. Very, very close to Danny Mack in terms of man of the match. Um, Honeyman, you, you what what you get with Honeyman is uh, effort, commitment, desire. Um, I think that his his ability is not as as strong as some other players we've got, but he's an absolute workhorse, and um, I think he's a really valued member of the squad. And I think tonight the shift he put in, especially going backwards, um, was also vital in in how well uh, Danny Mack played because I think Honeyman was was also working very closely with him. Um, so I thought uh, Honeyman had a, had a good game more defensively than, than going forwards. I thought Watmore was quiet. I really did. I thought Watmore was quiet. He got caught offside quite a lot in the first half. Rightly or wrongly, I don't know. Um, but I thought he was quiet tonight. Um, so hopefully that's just uh, just one of those games for, for, for Duncan. Um, and then Vogie, he, he, he splits opinion. I've seen a lot of comments again tonight. I don't think he was great, I'm going to be honest. Um, I thought that he... Um, at times, put it this way, I think when you watch Bogey up there tonight, you realise what Bradshaw brings. Um, I'm not going to slag Bogey off because I think I think he, he, he tried and he battled and, and you can never question, his again, his, his effort and commitment. Um, and towards the end, when he went, went into a wider position, I actually thought he got better. So maybe he's just not a central striker, I don't know. Um, and then, who else have I not mentioned? Uh, the other subs, I think SA came on. Really like the look of this kid. I really, really do. He's got something about him. He, he's he's obviously got quality going forwards, but I feel like he knows when to track back. He's not afraid to put tackles in. I think he's going to be a star. So delighted for delighted for him. Um, and then we also brought on Malone and uh, Imaku for his middle debut. To be honest with you, probably too late to really comment on those because those guys were literally just brought on to try and help, uh, I guess, sort of some fresh fresh legs in terms of trying to just close down some of the Burnley players. So not going to comment on them, but really, really pleased to see Imaku um, in a Millwall shirt and to um, and to, to to make his debut today. So I think I've covered it. Um, I just want to say again, I commend the players. I commend Rowett. Um, the... I'm seeing more passion from Rowett on the touchline, which I really like as well. You can just tell he's in it. Like, he's constantly, like, I won't say, <laughs> repeat what he said, but, you know, constantly talking to the linesman, telling him to do his job properly. 
He's constantly hollering at the team. And by the way, the amount of times he tells the team to push up, it's not him that makes us sit back. It really isn't. Um, I want to commend the team. I want to commend Rowett. We've got a Fred Bear squad at the minute, but we've got four points off the top two. And if that doesn't set the tone for the rest of the season, I don't know what is. We've got 50 points, so we're safe now. <laughs> um, uh, we've got 50 points from 32 games, 14 to play. I think we're probably going to need um, six or seven wins from that 14. And I really think we've got a great chance of getting in the playoffs. I just really hope that, especially with these Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, that that kind of one extra body that we could have done with for a centre forward is not going to come back to bite us on the arse. But whatever happens now, I think we've all got to be really proud of this group because they're outstanding. Their desire, effort, commitment is unmatched. And to be honest, they've got a bit of quality about them as well. And that is all you can ask for from your team. I think I'm as excited as I have been um, as I've been supporting Mill now since when I first started going. 95. Um, I think I've been as, as excited now as, as I ever have been. And um, that's just testimony to to the way that the club uh, is, is being run at the minute and, and everything's pulling in the right direction. So, listen, thank you very much for listening. Um, it's always appreciated and all your comments are always appreciated. I just do this for a bit of fun. Um Please do like, subscribe, comment. It really does help the channel. Um, and uh, on to Stoke now. Let's just see what we can do. They won tonight, so uh, hopefully we can bring them back down to earth on Saturday. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy your week. Bye for now. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.